Hey, remember to subscribe and follow my podcast so when I release a new episode, you get a notification. And follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. I am very active on there. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. So many people these days are putting everyone else first to the point where they're just very unhappy themselves. And people forget that if you are happy yourself and you can make other people happier and it's not selfish to put your own happiness first, like everything in life is about one before two, because if one isn't okay, then simply two doesn't exist on a plane. You've got to put the the mask on yourself and then your kid, because otherwise, if you are dead, the kid's dead anyway. So you increase your chance of survival by putting your own mask on first, then helping your kid. The point is that you're supposed to put one before two where you have enough to make and give and like give and not expect anything back because you literally don't need it. Absolutely agree. I literally had this this happening uh, yesterday with my flatmate because she had a breakup with her boyfriend actually. And the reason was that he was just expecting too much of her and he was just not respecting at all her decisions. So he was just implying something oh, you have to do this because otherwise the relationship is not working. I feel like I'm doing all the work. And I feel exactly the same with some of my relationships right now. So I was literally talking about it with her. And I'm like, I have friends that get upset if I don't reply in a short amount of time. Um, And they just want me to be constantly there, constantly there reaffirming their insecurities or whatever they're going through. And I just think... It just really connects with exactly what you're saying. Yeah, so relationships shouldn't be work. It should be, it should flow. Yes, what is work? You've got to make an effort to to do things, to be on time. If you say you're going to do something, make sure you do it. Like, be responsible. It does require effort, but effort shouldn't be work. Effortless and effort are the same thing, but one doesn't really feel like effort but it's still making an effort and relationships should not be hard work. You should be on the same page where you both know what you're reading. And if you're not, well, unfortunately, like most relationships, you were probably sexually attracted to them them in the first place and realized later on that you're just not the same people. Um, It shouldn't be work. And if, if it is right, then you'll just flow. You'll be in sync. You'll both know what each other's thinking. You'll just flow. Like, you'll go left, they'll go right, they'll go right, you'll go left. It will flow. But if it doesn't flow, unfortunately, it's never going to flow. It's Absolutely. never going to flow. If it doesn't flow now, it didn't in the beginning, it never will. You have to let the, let the, the lion free if you aren't going to cage it and look after it properly. Like, I agree. I agree. It's more like, at the point that relationships are so hard to... To, to have because there is all this oh I have to please the other person if I don't please the other person they're just gonna leave me or I'm just not gonna make them happy so basically you're just living in this constant fear of having to again please please the others and you're just not to the point that it's actually draining you it's making you unhappy and making you be like well I'm disassociating from the relationship and then obviously it just doesn't go well. And I think the problem with this is that because there's a lot of miscommunication and there's a lot of people that do not like confrontation. They do not like talking about their issues with the significant other because they're just afraid of judgment. They're afraid um, they can't be open. But then again, if you can't do that, then your intimacy is gone and your relationship, it just, it does, it just doesn't make sense. It's just like, why is it even called a relationship why is it even what it is 
so <clears throat> yeah so um people are scared to be alone they feel like if they haven't got somebody then there's something wrong with them and they feel like it they they have a problem if that person doesn't want them and it's like just because one person out of billions of people doesn't want you doesn't reflect you in any way people have to understand the science and the energy behind why somebody doesn't want you or why you don't have a perfect relationship and why you're always arguing with them and it comes down to understanding that whatever you are you're going to attract back and if you are impatient annoying like unreliable your man is going to be also unreliable, annoying and impatient. And then you're going to look at him and see yourself and you're going to argue because you want somebody reliable, but you are not reliable yourself and you've attracted the same thing. So people get angry and they attack and they think, why can't I have somebody reliable? And then they just late themselves. It's almost like, well, because you're late, I'm going to be late. So I feel better about myself. Well, that's the cycle. That's the cancer spreading and going round and round and round and round and round over again. You have to remove that cancer. You have to understand why am I always attracting men who <clears throat> are just late all the time or, or not responsible. That's because I am late and I'm not responsible. So therefore, be on time be responsible and you won't want to be around people who are late and not responsible you just won't Absolutely. now you'll attract people who are not late and who are responsible and they will want to be around you because you are not late and responsible I think there's two things I think absolutely because most of the time we're just like why even myself sometimes I'm just asking why do I always attract these type of guys why every time my relationships look so similar, the issues in the relationship look so similar. And I think that is absolutely the core of the reason why. And also it's so much easier to be like, oh, this person doesn't, I don't want this person not to like me. But at the same time, what the other person is feeling shouldn't have an impact on us because it's their own feelings. Is that how they see you? It's about them and it's on them. But obviously, because we are such human beings with a lot of ego, that all feeds the ego, obviously, that we have. So I think it's a lot about that. That doesn't work a lot when we like see other people and be like, well, I want them to like me. But if doesn't like me, then I have something that is wrong about me. Instead of accepting that it's on them. It's their own personal feelings, opinions, whatever is going on with them. Yeah, you are you are emitting energy based on your thoughts and attracting people based on your thoughts. If you don't like someone or the men you're attracting, you can't just choose to have somebody else that you want better than that person unless you change yourself. Because if you've not changed, you're going to attract the exact same person. Because if you had changed, then that man wouldn't want to be with you because he would see himself as indifferent to you or if you had changed you wouldn't want to be with that person because you can see that he's late and he's not responsible like the other men so if you haven't changed yourself you're not going to change the person you're going to attract and that's why the people fall into the same pattern over and over again because you have to change yourself you are attracting the reflection of yourself whether you like it or not you're looking for traits in other people traits in yourself and you've got to work on yourself You've got to basically turn yourself into the person that you want to attract in the opposite sex. If you want a bloke who's on time, great at sex, is pretty, he's reliable, who cares for you, who loves you, you've got to be doing all that shit for yourself first, for you. Because then you'll be such used to having that that you won't want anything less. And as soon as somebody provides less, they'll be out. 
But you know what is hard, I think, is understanding exactly what you need to change about yourself because you need to have a really deep understanding of who you are. And I think that is really tricky. That is really tricky because sometimes you're just like, oh, I feel like I'm changing. I think I'm trying to change. And you think you have, but maybe it's just the facade that you're putting rather than actually being able to change because it's really hard understanding inside what is going on and what is that thing that you want to change about yourself, I think. When you update your Windows computer to Windows XP, for example, it's going to be XP for as long as you leave it with XP. If you don't update it to say Vista or whatever, it's going to be XP no matter when you go back and update it. Okay. If you don't upgrade the software, it will stay the old software. If the old software is I can't change because it's in the genes or my mum was always like that, so I'm always going to be like that, then it's going to be that is correct. That Windows XP is going to be XP in 50 years' time if you don't upgrade. Is that correct? Yes, you're right. Damn right. Okay. So you want Vista because it has other features, features that the XP doesn't have. What have I got to do? upgrade okay so if i upgrade to vista will these features exist yes they will fantastic so you now upgrade to vista and you expect those features to be there right if you um are told that you know you can't change your last command is the last operating system on the computer you can't change okay there's no point changing if you suddenly believe you can change and by doing this you'll change then you'll change but the only reason you don't change is because you believe change is not inevitable but that that is a that is a thought. That's a change of a thought. Anyone can change, but it's the belief that you can or can't change is why you choose to change or not or attempt to change. If you don't attempt to upgrade the computer to Vista from XP, it's always going to be XP. If you don't know there's a new operating system out there, then you won't upgrade. You won't even be thinking about new things and 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 systems on the on the Vista because you won't know they exist. But when you know they exist, you can now move forward. When you know you can change, you can now change. If you believe that you can attract an amazing man by perfecting yourself, then you will do it. But if you believe you can't, then you won't. Oh, absolutely. I think there is this, a lot of this conception that it's about, it's always about the other. So I think you need to have a certain understanding of yourself to go, I want to change and feel like you can change because obviously there's a lot of ego again that that tells you oh I'm perfect I'm I'm great it's the other person that is not so there's a lot of not understanding why you attract what you attract if that makes sense you know you need to you need to know yourself a lot to be able to change i think on my personal experience it's very simple <clears throat> um somebody's a piano player they um are in a room full of instruments he knows what he's looking for he's looking for a piano because he is a piano player he's not going to walk into that room and choose a guitar because he's a piano player so he people only attract what they are looking for and what that what they know so if you have cousins and family members who just lie and lay and are irresponsible and are angry and shout and cheat and do drugs you know that's all you're going to know exists you're going to believe that exists because that's all you've ever known right but that only yeah. exists in that dynamics there's billions of humans on the planet millions of belief systems that's just one dynamics right london dynamic is different to dynamics of middlesbrough 
China, South Africa, black people, white people. There's just so many different ways of living, right, that it's only based on what you know. And it all comes down to if you don't want any different, then you'll always put up with what you've always known. But if you don't want, for example, men always cheating, for whatever reason, maybe you read a book, maybe you saw it on TV, maybe a great-grandma said before she died, there's more to life than just what you see, and it stayed with you forever, you now have been exposed to an alternative life. You now know there's a new operating system, which you didn't know existed. So now you aren't going to put up with all the stuff on the XP system because you know there's more new stuff. So now you seek... And if you don't know there's a butcher's around the corner, you will go to Tesco's, for example, because you know there's meat there. But that butcher's could have been there for years. You just didn't know it was there. Now you know it's there. You can then go to those butchers. So everything's right around the corner, but we have to know it's there. You know? Yes, yes. You know what's interesting? I watched for the first time Pan's Labyrinth the other night, and what caught me the most was the ending. I don't know if you've seen it, but it goes magic was there or for who was able to see it so there was this little flower this beautiful flower coming through a tree and it was like it's about what you allow yourself to see and i think that connects a lot with what you just said oh, because we're really i feel like as people we're really strict on one thing it's just like horses we kind of see straight we just see that and we struggle opening up our views opening up and seeing further than our beliefs, obviously, and then what we see. From personal experience, right, anyone can enlighten themselves literally within a month, yeah? You just have to write down on a piece of paper all the things you do not like about yourself, okay? Every single thing you don't like about yourself. The fact yeah. that you always have a wee and don't flush the toilet. Why why do you do that because i'm always distracted thinking about other things okay so don't think about other things flush the toilet start something finish it start something finish it rather than just always going on to the next thing why do i always forget my keys because i'm always thinking about so you write down all the things you don't like about yourself and understand yeah. why they happen if you can prevent them from happening next time by simply as i said you know put your keys in in a drawer where you know where they are then you've solved one problem and if there's a thing you don't like about yourself to do with another person find a solution if when you're with your friend you always argue about men for example don't get on the topic of men and then when mm -hmm. it comes up speak about someone else you have to like if you don't like things about yourself address them and how do you address things you bring to the attention of what needs to be addressed so you write down the things you don't like about yourself Fix them, find solutions, put systems in place, remove the things you don't want. And you'll be, just be left with the the good version of you, not the great version of you, because you're made up of, say, great, good and bad. You've focused on the bad to, to address them. Now you're just left with the good. But now you can be great. So now you amplify the good that can be amplified. And then you can now focus on more great things because now you've got so much time from all the bad stuff you've removed because that took up a lot of time now you can fill it all with good and great stuff <clears throat> and well most of the time is made up of bad anyway things you don't want so like 80 percent will become free in your life now you can just do good stuff but you've got to remove the 80 percent first yeah i feel like it's a bit like doing the one thing a day that scares you kind of thing um I, it's i think it's a lot doing like i think it's it's a it's a process 
because obviously you're going to start from something. You're going to start from writing the things you don't like about yourself. Do the one thing a day that scares you, for example, and that is going to help you become great. You're going to be good and then you're going to be great. You're going to be like looking back and just be like, I have achieved all of this because it's really hard to be like, I, I was that person in the past. I'll be like five years ago, I was like that and now I'm here. So the being now I'm here should be like a drive to tell you you have achieved a lot in the times where you feel like you're never good enough or you're not good enough. Yeah, we can only learn from looking back. And absolutely, I used to be, I I used to be like, I used to hate myself so much because problems used to keep occurring. I kept making mistakes, things I didn't want used to occur. I could never get what I wanted. I was the epiphany of of stuck in hell, and no matter where I went, the devil was there, right? And so you realise you're not going to get out of hell unless you like have a plan <clears throat> and then go in the direction of where heaven is. And that is a long fucking journey. That does not happen overnight. You've got to remove friends. You've got to, like, essentially not see family members as much if they keep a toxic and you can't change their mind because they've been taught from your gran and it's just feeding down. You've got to think, <clears throat> okay, so is it me or is it you? You've got to decide, am I going to put me first or, or someone else? And most people, they are stuck in patterns of putting other people first because of the feeling of, of what happens if I do this or they won't, they'll think this way about me or they'll reject me or absolutely they'll remove you from the pack and from the tribe. And you look at animal kingdoms. If you're not the same, you, they remove you from the pack. If you have an elephant that's doing whatever that's cheated on the other elephant, they, they disown you. And that's, we're no different as sad, sad as it is. And it might mean Christmas is a very lonely, but it's Christmas by yourself with enormous happiness and freedom within or uh, Christmas with other people who just make you feel shit, who are always saying, why have you got a silly nose ring? Why have you got your hair pink? Can't you be normal? Like, I had seven colours in my hair. <laughs> I had long rainbow hair with seven colours of the rainbow, yeah? And, you know, you get used to people just <clears throat> judging and why are you doing that? And it's just the same old shit, basically. But people give up if, they, if you can't be changed. Um, when yeah. you become too strong, people give up. If you, There's no point axing down a tree that's a fucking 300 year old oak tree it's just not what you're not even going to bother like it's not moving anywhere you target the weak and when you get movement you know but if people try and take you down you don't you don't even respond anymore like you just yeah. don't argue you don't respond you just listen and you just don't respond like it's almost like you're there but you're not there they want a reaction and if you're not reacting then they're not there and that's essentially everyone at christmas saying why are you doing this blah 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 blah. and if everybody get people get bored but yeah do you know what is the thing about removing toxic relationships? But even if it's like for a, for amount of time, or you said family or whatever, but sometimes you have to take the radical step. What happened to me is that I've been friends with this guy for a really long time. We had fun. We had, uh, you know, it was nice, but he was a lot of the time really passive aggressive towards me and would make me feel down a lot of the times. And for me, it was the norm. I was like, definitely being like, yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. I gotta have to accept it. If he's my friend, he's just like that. Then sometime after I went to the United States with my friend, another friend, which is one of my best friends, to be honest. And I haven't seen him for a long time. And the way I was being treated by him was so surprising. I was so used to being mistreated in a way of being having passive aggressive behavior towards me and just being let down every time that 
that was the moment I I decided I said this is not right and it shouldn't I shouldn't feel this way and I shouldn't call that person a friend and that was the moment I decided to just t- to take steps back and go I think I'll start not talking to this person anymore as much because it's just toxic for me it's just putting me down and it just reminded me of the toxic relationship I relationships I have been with in the past that made me a really insecure person and I had to walk my way through being confident and being the person I am today negative negative vibration destroys cells negative people create disease in their body they give themselves cancer they also give disease and cancer to other people around them negative vibration through words through feelings through thoughts through actions actions where you now feel shitty and negative you're giving yourself cancer you're giving yourself disease based on how that person's made you feel it is crucial to remove toxic people around you because they are cancer and you're getting that cancer every single time you're with them it's only getting worse you won't realize until say you know 10 years down the line but that is giving you cancer negative people and vibrations and feelings create disease period so you have to remove toxic people if someone doesn't make you feel good they have to go and sometimes that is for parents and cousins and even children right you have to understand it becomes like you've, it becomes a point where you give to others and then it becomes about you yeah. if somebody's affecting you on your planet when you've got probably you know, 70 years left and your parents have only got, say, 30, 40 years left, you've got to think about your own survival. Parents did their jobs of, you know, teaching you how to survive, but you're on your own. Chicks flow in the nest. Has to become one. And unfortunately, unless you can, like, teach somebody and and, and teach them and make them understand your knowledge, so you kind of join that journey together, you're going to be out of sync. You're going to go left, they're going to go right. And unfortunately, when you grow, you're going to become so different to that person that they're just going to become foreign. It's like they've got dementia. They just you just be you won't know them because you never really did know them because they weren't really themselves. They were a facade that you were used to seeing. And now they can see you can see through it. So now they can't do anything because it's just fake. Toxic people are giving you cancer has to go. If you saw under yeah. a microscope the energy coming off somebody and how it affects water and cells and how then that affects the body, you'd see that I'm getting cancer by standing around this negative fucking person. You would yeah. never stand yourself around a negative person again, whining about their bullshit. You literally wouldn't. Because at the end of the day, you have to remember that the most important person in your life is you, is yourself. Because you are gonna the per- you are the person that's going to be with you for the rest of your life. Easy as, you know? Um, so yeah, no space for negative energy, but you have to obviously be brave about making that change, especially if you've been with a person for a long time and you have like an attachment with them and you're afraid to hurt their feelings. But at the same time, if they're toxic, are they afraid to hurt your feelings? So there is no balance there. So why would you have to sacrifice your happiness, your health, mental health for someone that actually does not care? And it's the world is all about them. <clears throat> See, everything is in the mind, right? You can override something, control something or whatever. If you run somebody over on the road 
because you were on your phone, you'd probably be guilty for the rest of your life. But if that person was about to kill your dog, for example, and you stabbed him, you wouldn't feel guilt at all. What does that say? It says that when we feel like somebody has done something towards us, it gives us a reason to counteract that. So if some, as you said, your feet, your, you don't want to let your friend down by saying, look, we can't see each other anymore because you're not good for me. You feel guilty. But if you flip and think, how many times has he let me down? How many times has he just walk all over me and treat me like shit? I deserve better. Now you don't feel guilty. So feeling guilty is in the mind. If you could kill somebody because they were going to kill you and you wouldn't feel guilty. Whereas if you're on your phone and you killed them and you felt guilty, what does that say? Guilt is in the mind. And we just have to find reasons to counteract that guilt. Otherwise, the default feeling will kick in, which is if you are used to feeling guilty, for whatever reason, you're going to feel guilty. But when you look at the deeper meaning behind why what you're doing, or sorry, mm-hmm. if you look at the deeper meaning behind what you're doing, you won't feel guilty because you, you're you putting you first and they've made you feel like shit so many times, they let you down so many times, they've lied to you, they cheat. But it's just you won't feel guilty and it's easier to let them go. It's true. But it, what is tricky in those situations, obviously it depends on people, but is the fact that you're going to cut someone off your life and there is the chance that you're not going to have obviously that person anymore. So the things you were doing, the time you were spending with them it, for the for, for the beginning, it's going to feel like there is something missing. You're going to feel more lonely. So I feel people stick with abuse a lot because they are afraid of being alone. But then again, I, I absolutely follow what you say about guilt. I 100%. Um, I, obviously, I, as a person, I think I do, and I did struggle a lot feeling guilty in the majority of the choices that I would make. But it's something that obviously you, you have to start working on. And if you notice it, and if you start noticing it, and you start going, I know that I do feel guilty, then it's a good place to start. You can just go, I'm going to work on it. and try not to feel guilty more and more every time I do something because you should never feel guilty for something for your choices for a choice that you think is right for you it's like if you go to a, a if you go to a buffet yeah and you've got 20 friends you're a nice person you're going to let everyone else take some take theirs first you're not going to take so much because your friends get some and then there's all the other person who just grabs everything and then one person loses out person who loses out is a nice person who often allows everyone else to take theirs first or just taken tiny portions and this other fucking selfish prick just takes loads right so i used to be that person i used to be the person to just give and be kind and i used to end up with nothing and i used to get upset and not understand why like i'm doing good for you why are you not doing good to me and and i realized that how they see it is not how i see it they're used to being around people who just take 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 that's what they're used to i'm really used to around people who are giving that's what i'm used to put us together we're not the same and so they don't feel guilty even though i would feel guilty but so but guilt you... guilt can be counteracted by putting yourself guilt can be counteracted no matter what it is by understanding would they do that for me or how would I feel if they did that to me? You need to find a counteract. It's almost like you need to, it's almost like 
bleach mixed it's like bleach mixed with peroxide equals nitrogen whatever you need that balance of both to get the nitrogen you know guilt will sit there and rot your soul unless you have a reason not to be guilty and you need to find a reason and you always flip it always flip it how would would they do that for me i'm feeling guilty about you know doing this whatever but would they do that to me would they feel guilty no they wouldn't think twice about doing it so you think fuck them so sure. you counteract that feeling by thinking how would what would they do if it was them and you realize they wouldn't care they would just do it so you then think why should i care so now it's easier to let go and you're right say but you know what friends Huh? Yeah. No, do you know what happens is that when you're being like the buffet situation, when you're being so nice and giving to someone, it doesn't matter how good that person is, they're still going to take advantage of you, sadly. And that's just how, how things are. Like, yeah. But it's a reflection of them and their surroundings, not you. You've just come from a different surroundings and happen to live, for example, in the same village, right? So yeah. it's nothing to do with you. It's just it's like having Muslims and Christians at a party. You've both mm -hmm. learned the same thing from different parts of life. You don't have to agree the same. It's the same thing anyway, but you don't have to agree. You just you, you've learned different things. He's called Allah, he's called God. It's just different things. You're used to taking, yeah. you're used to giving first. It's just a different way of life. We're eight billion people, we follow laws, but we, we've got different choices, different beliefs, different religions, different lifestyles, different morals and ethics. We're not all the same. So when somebody isn't the same as you, you can either sit there and be in that person where you're not the same. Or go into a place where you are the same. If you're a giving person, spend time around givers. If yeah. you don't like people letting you down and being late, go say goodbye to those friends and find new people who are on time. It's very, it's so simple, yet so complicated. Like, it's simple to understand. Hard part is taking action because they have to be faced with the, the guilt and the fear. But as I said, guilt can be counteracted by just thinking, would they feel guilty if they did it to me, if I did it to them? No. Would they feel guilty if they did it to me? And the if the answer is no, you shouldn't feel guilty. In fact, that will make you not feel guilty. But if you can't find that answer, you will always feel guilty. So you've got to find that answer. Flip it round. Would yeah. they feel... It's like when you bully somebody. It's like, how would you feel if it was you? That We hear that at school. How would you feel if it was you? It just becomes like a saying. Well, how would you feel if it was you? Well, I'd feel really bad. So... so yeah. You just have to feel, you counteract it. And it's also about keeping true to yourself and to your core and your energy and not changing because people are taking advantage of you. You just go, I am me. I know that I'm doing something good. If you don't appreciate it, then that is on you. And obviously move from the situation, move from the people. It's like if you've got a, um, a shop full of fish, shop full of meat, shop full of fruit, and a shop full of musical instruments, right? If you want musical instruments, <clears throat> you don't go to a shop full of bananas and full of meat. You go to a shop full of instruments. Yeah. So what you want is thoughts. So spend time around people who are in alignment with your thoughts. If they like piano, spend time around those people too. If somebody is all about fruit and you don't want fruit or don't eat fruit, don't go to the fruit shop. Like, you're just going to be around fruit. Like... Don't moan about how they're not selling fruit, like getting pissed off of restaurants. You don't sell vegan food. 
You want the mm-hmm. chicken restaurant, mate? Fuck off to a, a vegan place if you don't. If you want some lettuce. Don't expect Nando's to start selling vegan shit. You know, go and find a vegan place. Stop trying to change people. Find, create the change yourself. You know, and own your choices, obviously. Yeah, be because responsible. It, exactly, exactly. Because it's good to blame the other. It's good to blame. Again, it's good to blame whoever for the choices you make if you're not happy of your choices, and then well, then you have to face the fact that you decided to be that way to make that choice but let's say it didn't go well let's say you're just not happy with the outcome that is on you it's not everybody's fault individuality is something that shows you are a black sheep and might be the same for you but i know growing up the reason why i wear old socks even still reason why i've always had like colorful hair is because i want to show that i'm not the same as you i'm not a white sheep not that i'm any better than you i want to show you i'm a black sheep and i have more to offer in life so by i can either show what i can offer or you can see that i'm different what can this person offer so it's about me showing before you've actually got to know me that i can offer something and if you don't um, segregate yourself from other people, you will start to fit in. You will feel like them and you'll start falling into those patterns and doing those same things. And if you're not the same mentally, you're not going to be the same whether you are physically fitting in. So it's important. That's why Lady Gaga and Katy Perry, they all have these silly wigs and pink hair and, you know, steak on your head. It's about standing out, showing I'm not the same as you and I can do more in life. And ironically, when they, once they make it, they always do a full circle and want to be normal. I'm the same. I just want to be normal and fit in now. You know, I had to struggle to be different because I was. Now I've established mm-hmm. myself, I can be normal and fit in. And it's I, peaceful. I felt exactly the same throughout a lot of my life. I used to have, as you, colourful hair, piercings, tattoos. And I had to go against a lot of judgment and obviously my parents were not always very um fond of my creativity I want to say so I always felt like I were a bit was a bit put down but at the same time I was like well this is me I'm not gonna change because you say that you don't like this I am me and I want to be me so whatever judgment you're gonna give me I'm just not gonna take it because it's not constructive judgment but it's negative judgment so I always felt like I was a bit standing out and even when I try to be normal I feel like I do stand out do you know what I mean it's just something that you have I on on that note I just love Lady Gaga don't get me like honestly don't get me started (laughs) um that's the thing right people get confused with wanting to be them and being me right there's a fine difference between like you know having piercings and 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 stuff because you want to do it and because you want to it's you it's not necessarily you it's you wanting to be you and creating an identity of what you think is a different better version of you than the you you are before that you then go and do it but it's not that thing that you're doing it's you want to be you all the time and it gets confused with just like being gay, lesbian, piercings, watching yeah. certain films, becoming vegan, religion stuff. You're just trying to gain a 
concept of what makes you feel good and do more of it. But life is a big journey. You could be gay now, straight the next day, be gay for five years, stop, be bi, become a vegan, believe in Christianity, become a Muslim, pish, tattoos, and do all that again and choose an up and down. It's never just the same, You're not just gay and then that's it. You could be gay, bi, straight, experiment. You don't need bloody titles. Just do what you want to do when you want to do it. Like it's like there's no rules you don't have to choose am i gay or not well that's it am i christian well that is it it's just life is a long fucking journey like suck cock when you want to suck cock lick pussy when you want to lick pussy do what the fuck you want to do there's no choose now and that's it it's a massive mm. journey but people get confused of being them and holding on to an identity they thought was them because it felt more like they had control of themselves versus before but it's not them necessarily it's not them forever it's always oh, yeah, changing Absolutely. And it's also the fact that sometimes it happens when you're like colour for hell and then the next day or the month after you just want to go for more and say, no, I don't want to have colourful hair anymore. And people think, oh, you have changed. You have gone back to normality or whatever they would say about you. But then you feel like that's actually not true. It's just another phase because we are constantly changing and we should embrace change as we live and as we go like we literally we do live once and if you want to do something just do it obviously in terms of not being dangerously dangerous um but i think you should always just go for what you feel is good for you and what you feel is right for you and if people tell you you're you have changed do you know what you have to say to them yes i have and i'm really proud of it because change is a really good thing like we change every day and the reason why we are the people we are today is because we have changed otherwise we would be the same person we were 10 years ago but that just wouldn't work you know even in relationships when it happens it's like when they say you have changed i don't like that version of you but that is still me and you should still accept me for who I am even though I am let's say changing but I am growing more than changing I would want to say I would want to call it and I think it's because these people that would be like well you have changed it's because they can't embrace that growth I think that personal growth yeah, people are used to patterns being the same. When you change, they see difference. And people need to know that things are the same because they're comfortable. And they see you're different, for example, or changing. Makes them feel uncomfortable. Should I be changing? Like, they are unfamiliar. It's like having a, a wild lion walking into the pack of lions that's come from another kingdom. Like, you don't know this lion. Like, what does he want? And it makes yeah. people feel uncomfortable. And that's why people put people down because they need to put them back to where they were because that's what they're used to um whereas just as i said we are constantly evolving if you look at like parents and people everyone evolves all the time most people don't but everyone does evolve over time you become different people as you get older and so if you know this happens why do it when you're 20 30 40 50 60 do it now you can do it you can do 50 years worth in five years by changing to all the different personalities you would normally do when you're older do it now like if you're going to start to just do you and get tattoos when you're older because you wanted to do it do it now get it out of your head like it's like 50 years to do something you could do it in five you just essentially yeah. taking control of the things you want to do and thinking fuck it i'm just going to get a piercing up 50 midlife crisis it's called it's not a crisis it's you fucking doing what you've wanted to do your whole life everyone else calls it a crisis because you're just doing what you're doing and people don't understand why 
But really, it's just you thinking, fuck everything else, I'm doing me. It's just, it's 50 years too late. It's nothing stopping you from doing it now. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's also the fact of what we're saying, is this the right thing to do because of the standards? Is 50 too late because of the standards? Because of what society feeds you with it tells you at 50 you have to look this way at 20 you have to look this way at 30 this other way so that actually does fuck you with your facts with your brain you know you're just constantly being yes yourself but at the same time questioning am i doing something right am i doing something wrong which i think it's something i would like to feel more comfortable with sort of breaking these kind of stereotypes for example if you're an actor because I'm an actor and I'm like have tattoos I have piercings I don't feel not comfortable with them I feel like I am something more and something more special because I look like an individual instead of looking like everybody else but for a long time I've been thinking maybe I will never make it as an actor because I have tattoos I have piercings and I want to be extravagant but I enjoyed the fact that I processed it and become and became more and more comfortable with the person that I was and the choices that I made to the point that I'm like yes I am an actor and yes I do have tattoos and I'm fine with it and people are actually do fine with it you know you still get work you still get to do what you want to do by being yourself regardless that's the thing right nothing is set in stone nature plants and trees are always growing right so nothing is the same and it it just is forever changing as long as when we are doing something that we are learning and we are evolving and changing it's not been a lesson learned for example is being you more important than being an actor well, okay, so I've got tattoos, I've could jeopardize my opportunity being an actor. I might pack it in and say three years, but I found me and I realized the importance of being me rather than people saying you should do this if you want to do this. So you've learned that. It's not a loss. Um you could and say you, know you never got is... tattoos because you wanted to be an actor and you never made it as an actor. You also never had tattoos like you wanted. So you were sacrificing happiness for what? A fucking career for money when money doesn't mean shit. Like Absolutely. so it's very important to always do what makes you feel good. Understand the things that are understanding things have consequences. This thing about, you know, not caring and you've got to understand that some things stay forever, like our physical body. If you eat shit, it's going to have an effect. If you have a tattoo, it's forever. So as long as you, when you do something and you eat bad or eat good, have a tattoo, smoke, whatever, there's a purpose for why you're doing it and you accept the consequences. Like, if I snort this cocaine, I could fuck up my nose. If I have this tattoo of my boyfriend, there's a good chance we might split up, even though I love him right now. You've just got to be smart of decisions. And then you won't regret anything because you know that you took as many precautions as you could in that moment, knowing what the outcome could be but you own the outcome if it happens and it might not even happen um i am a strong believer of never regretting the things you want and you wanted because if it happened it had to happen you it, you right now you ha- you you have to be that person and you have to have that tattoo it couldn't have gone otherwise absolutely and also i think it's the fact that Career-wise, yes, but there is. this showed me a lot the importance of loving yourself 
and being comfortable with yourself because when you're comfortable with yourself, it doesn't matter if you have loads of tattoos, it doesn't matter if you have crazy colored hair, it doesn't matter. People will want you, will want to hire you and appreciate you. And that's how I have experienced uh, my career so far. So I think that's really, really, I used to struggle believing that, but it is an incredible force to be yourself and not being afraid to be yourself. Because what that is what people want. And I think it's actually a quite a rare thing to find because we're always really scared to be who we are and to show who we truly are to the world. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, it's easier said than done to be you versus not. Okay, You are either somebody who is born doing what they want to do, as in you're just a, a dog sniffing around where it wants to go, or you're a dog following your owner when it says, come here, do that. You, you, you're born one or the other. You're born for a family of followers who are weak and just you let the man tell them what to do and take charge and the boss tell you what to do. You're born that way because that's all your family have ever known. Your auntie, your cousins, your nephews, your neighbours, your mum and your dad. They just That's what you know. The alternative is you've got people who do what they want to do. Um, and and so now you're inquisitive. And when you're inquisitive, you explore. When you explore, you see more than what's there. You're born, you're born a core leader or not. I don't mean leading a company. I mean leading yourself in control of your life. You either fit in because you, you feel the need to fit in or you don't want to fit in. And often it's not a choice. You don't want to fit in or want to not fit. You, you don't fit in or you do. And you're weak or you are strong. You lead, you know, you're a sheep or you're the shepherd. There's no in between. You can choose to lead the pack knowing you're not a sheep, but you're the shepherd in the pack. But at the end of the day, you're a black sheep. That's what that's it. A white sheep yeah. is a follower. The black sheep is the odd one out. The shepherd leads. Now, I was a black sheep, but now you can say I'm a shepherd, which is leading the sheep. So you go back into the, the norm of society and lead them out lead them to where I am rather than being the black sheep and saying you know fuck you I'm I'm more special because I'm black whatever you you lead the sheep rather than just being the odd one out and like hating and wish you were them you know what I mean Absolutely. you go and lead and understand and teach the difference and that you know I'm this and you're that and that's the end of it there's no wrong or right it's just this is the outcome and this is where we go forward and that is how things should be because I see a lot of people being the black sheep and staying in the role of the black sheep and hating on anything that it's not good for them, hating on the progresses of others, hating on the, anything that relates others because they don't want to move into, they don't want to, let's, let's call it upgrade into, again, the shepherd. Because obviously that is the stage that should possibly happen because you're that person, you feel like you're the black sheep, you're just, you have your energy, your your thoughts, and you want to be that way. But then you grow and you see the world, you see the people, you see life on different lenses. And then you realize, well, right now, that black sheep doesn't really, stays with me, but doesn't really fit with my view of the world right now. So now I feel like I want to show or help or give my insight on the things that I've learned to other to other people and I think that is a really healthy progress and I feel like people that get stuck into the first stage obviously they're just unhappy and they're just not connected to their source 
damn right they are they're connected to a, a fake energy rather than their own it's like you've got <clears throat> i don't know like it's just it's another another energy that is not yours and you have to tune yourself to your own energy and then you become a different vibration to theirs and you become out of sync and yeah because it's, it's a bit like gone sorry it's a bit like getting stuck into baby's clothes when you're growing that's how i see it yeah exactly you you've you've outgrown those clothes sometimes friends uh, equivalent to those baby's clothes fitting at say six years old and seven size six clothes those clothes were meant for you when you were six those friends are relevant then in your life based on who you were and your environment and surroundings they're not going to be with you forever baby clothes aren't going to fit forever like what do you what do you expect you know yeah. you expect yourself not to grow of course you're going to grow a tree keeps getting bigger you keep getting bigger physically and mentally so if the clothes aren't going to fit why would your friends be the same friends when you're older that's just not how it works like it's hard to think about not having friends when you're older but the reality is if you study relationships and life and our parents and people friends they come and they go and as you get older you see less of them and you spend more time with, say, neighbours and gym people and friends at kids' school and stuff, like kids' parents. Friends are never just there. They're always there when you want them. But you become a different person and circumstances change. And you just keep evolving. Friends yeah. don't stay the same. They just don't. There's always... you just As you evolve, you attract new people. And you always go back around and do a full circle. But every year that full circle gets longer and longer where you don't see them as much. And then they die. And then that was, well, I knew her, you know, resting peace. And that's just life. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes though, you're lucky enough to have those friends that stay with you for the rest of your life. You're obviously not going to, you have to take different paths. You're not going to see each other every day, talk to each other every day. But when you come back together, you're going to still have something because you both have grown on your terms. And I think that's amazing. That That's just fantastic. Yeah. Difference between having friends and not seeing friends because you're busy doing your own shit and having friends and not seeing them because you weren't really friends in the first place. There's a difference. Yeah, like, absolutely. If you're not really friends with your friends now, then sadly you're not going to see them older. But if you've got people growing alongside you in a different part of the world, your relationship stays the same because you haven't fallen out. It's the, it's the same thing. You're the same person. Most people, they get to a certain level and they're pretty much the same. They always, you, you're always evolving and learning, but you're normally a default personality, let's just say, whereas yeah. you're always learning more wisdom. And you just, you, you just, it's like all the animals go to a stream every year to eat food. You know, next year they're going to go back to the stream. Yeah. And, and you just eat the food and then you see each other again next year. And yeah, that's, that's it. And that, I think that's our deeper connection. And, that is something I personally treasure a lot when you can connect with someone on such a deep level that it doesn't matter what you do, where you go, how long you're never going to, you don't see each other. You're still going to have that connection. And it, it's going to probably look like the day before that you've seen each other, even though it's been years. And I think instead, sometimes some other friendship, they just, they're maybe so intense, but then you realize that there is nothing keeping you together. And then, it just goes. It just goes. Yeah. Be aware of what you're speaking about when you're next with somebody, right? Think to your, like, just become aware. We're speaking about this or we're speaking about that. Now, just imagine that 
you don't speak about that because it's just bollocks or it's just something you're not interested in or you're listening for the sake of it or whining about problems and boyfriends and shit like that. Think to yourself, okay, I don't want to hear this, so I'm going to change the conversation. If you change the conversation and become aware of all the things that you're speaking about and how it doesn't interest you, there's no relevance, you'll literally be left in silence. I'm not even kidding, right? If you stop listening to negative bullshit and whining and things you're going to do but you never do, you're left with nothing, and then you suddenly become aware and think, I'm I'm completely different to this person. This is my friend that I've known all my life. You just had an epiphany that we're just two different people. Yeah. And we're not talking about ex-boyfriends and negative bullshit, and, and we're just two different people. Like, we're just not the same. And you'll feel an uncomfortable, amazing feeling like we're just not the same person. And then you yeah. won't want to see each other again. And it's interesting because they will also feel it. They won't know but they'll feel it. Something will change in the dynamics. They won't know how to explain it, but they will feel it. They will just feel it. Uh, do that next time with somebody. Become aware of what you're speaking about. Ask yeah. yourself, is this a conversation that I want to have? Does it serve me purpose? Is it negative? Is it bollocks? Is it about you? Filter it out. You're left with nothing. You and know then you're sometimes... left with the people who you just have a great <laughs> laugh with. Because um, you have filtered how... out all your friends and you're realising, well, this person... I can be silent and we have a good time. And this person, when I stop listening to her nonsense, there's nothing to speak about. I won't see her again. Absolutely. You know how sometimes the conversations are just one-sided. There is this person, so full of themselves, which you call friend, and they just talk and just talk about themselves. They don't even, they don't even acknowledge that you're not even listening. It's something that happened to me. And it's just something that really... It hit me deeply because I'm like, how could you possibly be so full, self-centered to not even realize that I'm not even listening to what you're saying? You're just talking to yourself. Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Literally, so they're, they're speaking out loud to Jesus, but you haven't seen that too. Like, they're yeah. just saying their thoughts. You're not listening. That's the thing. People are so unself-aware that they haven't realised you're not listening or you're in a rush or you're trying to go. Like, body language, like, you're looking at the clock. You just have no self-awareness that the person doesn't want to be there. And more importantly, when you become aware of that, you you, you continue to talk. Like, you're not feeling that, that, that guilt or that nervousness that that person wants to go. That means you're not in tune with yourself. Like, you do not you're not aware and honestly like self-awareness is crucial but when people don't are not aware like when you're not listening to them they're they're, they're really just speaking to themselves like they're not speaking to you they're just speaking like and yeah and you realize people they don't listen to you and and you don't want to be around people who don't listen to you exactly and sometimes it just hurts me how they consider you a friend when it's not a friend relationship for me because if you are in a relationship friendship where you can't talk or you're not or the other person is not remotely interested in what you have to say but it's just about them talking then that is not an exchange and that is not what I would call friendship friendship is about connection okay opposite to friendship is no connection so you're yeah. friends or you're not. You connect or you don't connect. You attract or you don't. You're two black sheep or you're white sheep and a black sheep. 
It's yeah. so simple. So if you're if if someone is a friend, you have to get something out of it. Positive energy, laughter, happiness, freedom, love, whatever. The opposite is negative, unhappiness, depression, sadness, anger, annoyance. There's no in between. You go one extreme or the other. If somebody isn't making you feel like, oh, my fucking God, I've had a great time. I can't wait to see you again. You have to say goodbye to them. You mm-hmm. just have to. You will find new people. Don't let the fact that well, I've only got two friends and I've only got one upset you like, oh, I haven't got any friends. Because you'll find new friends. As you evolve and find yourself and love yourself and do things that make you happy, like reading a book on your own bed on a Friday night rather than going clubbing, you're happy. People will see that you're happy and they'll want to be around you because you're happy and happiness is the feeling. It makes people feel good. They will want to be around you. The fact that you're happy just reading a book in a park by yourself on a blanket. Okay. Happiness attracts happiness. Yes. And so one friend, I don't have any friends. I do not speak. I don't have any friends. I haven't seen friends for seven years. I said goodbye to them. I have not got friends. I speak to people I have amazing connections with, but I don't have friends where I see them because I just don't connect with people around my area because there's not, there's not, we're different, two different species. Like I'm, I'm on a planet Uranus and they're on earth. They're just not the same. That's fine. Um, mm. That's fine. I'm happy by myself. I love, I love me so much by myself. I don't need, I want people and I love people, but I don't need people. There's a difference. You can choose to have people and I will always Absolutely. choose, but I don't need people. Like if Absolutely. I'm going to be with somebody, and it's been experienced like I've had a great fucking day we've uh, we've had an amazing memory and experience that's going to see for the sake of it like on a Friday night I go down the pub like you're just calling me up because your other mates didn't come it's like it's bollocks I st- and from those days onwards I started to stay at home and I learned to enjoy my own company like I, I couldn't do before I learned to have a, like a, a tonic water ginger beer watch Graham <laughs> Norton by myself go to the Chinese get my own food I'm so independent doing what I do that I just don't even think twice. I just do what I want. I go, used to go to the casino, go clubbing by myself, get get Chinese, drink tea. I just do what I want. I go on a walk. So independent that you don't need people. And people see that and they admire it and they want it. And so it's not a loss letting go of friends. It's a gain because you gain the whole fucking universe. You gain, is... you gain nature, you gain animals, you gain everything. That is an amazing strength and I think it's quite rare, especially nowadays because of all this social media thing. You see people having tons of friends. You have to have friends to be popular. If you don't have friends, you're not popular. I think it's always, it's still like a conception that people live with. But I absolutely agree. When you know that you're able to stay alone and be okay with yourself without the help of anyone else or without having anyone else around, that's when you know you're a winner. And that's when you know you can survive. And that's when you know that your choices are going to be the right and good choices. And that's when you know that you are at the point where you're whole. When you are whole, I feel like it's almost the quest of life. Because we really, as human beings, we're obviously social, but we do struggle feeling whole. We do struggle being able to be by ourselves and not seeking company and not seeking other people. But it's more, it's not even about having company. It's about fulfilling the void that we have and that by ourselves we can't close. We can't make peace with it. So. Yes. So if you speak to the voice in your head long enough, you'll find who you are because it is you anyway. You're just relaying thoughts of who you are mixed with the things of the people, things you don't want in yourself mixed with the things you want to be. Focus on the things you want to be. 
with the stuff you don't and you're left with just the voice of of now um people always have to be doing something but they never spend time with god for example which is just themselves like spending time with god is speaking to god it's just speaking to you like you're just finding you're just thinking like speaking out loud like when your friends aren't listening they're just speaking they're just themselves expressing in sound energy you don't have to be listening they just are releasing it but People release not aware that they're just going around in circles versus releasing it and healing themselves through expressing. Um, I heal myself through speaking all my emotions and fears and stuff I never dealt with growing up. Every person I saw just kept speaking and eventually it was all out because it was just energy built up in the form of like sound and it was out. Yeah. And you, you heal. You heal from speaking. But as I said, think about what your friends are speaking about. Is it relevant? Is, it, is there a purpose? Are we gaining anything? Like, does it affect me? Your sounds, your words, is it a negative sound, vibration? You're speaking to me, you're charging me with negative energy, you're giving me cancer. Do I want to listen to your negative bullshit about your ex-husbands? Like, no, you're charging me with negative sounds. Like, that's affecting my cells and my, you're giving me disease. Think, yeah. anytime somebody's talking to you negatively or talking about something that's not good, they're giving you cancer. Just think about that. And you'll want to yeah. fucking walk away as quick as you can. Under a microscope, they are. Trust mm-hmm. me. Negative yeah. vibration kills cells. Cancer is just dead cells that I didn't generate and divide again, you know? I absolutely agree. Yeah, because obviously from relationships, human relations, we we should be getting something that we can use to grow and to build ourselves as stronger as human beings so when you get that it's just taking away from you because it's even sucking your own energy so not only you're losing but you're not getting anything from it no energy no nothing not even a sort of connection so it's just a waste literally just a waste of time and your own energy you're running so for bath sure. with the plug out water's just literally. going through it's not going anywhere it needs to stay there so when you're with people and you're speaking you need to get positive energy back because it charges you to speak again if you're just speaking you're not getting it back they're absorbing it you're not getting anything back and think about negative energy how draining it is in your like being positive for somebody and they're not giving it back imagine negative energy you, you're yeah. you're giving it and they're charging you with it so now it's draining you it's even like it's like it's like being on your iphone and leaving the screen on bright like for the whole day it's gonna die like you know yeah yeah okay um do you want to plug anything before we uh end this any websites acting page or anything you want (laughs) to i've got my imdb obviously (laughs) um my instagram and uh i just that yeah i'm on ellie I'm Heli Noir on Instagram, Ellie Noir. Um, my full name is Eleonora, so on IMDb, I'm Eleonora Matriciano, but it's connected to my Instagram page. So for any scrolling through, you can just click on the link. And that's about it, really. That's about me. Okay, well, I'm going to press stop right there, and I'll just say goodbye. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have many more for you to listen to. So go back and have a look at the old ones. Also, make sure that you have subscribed and notifications are turned on so you know when I've released a new one. Follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. Have a great day.